Hello, Nicola Murphy. How are you today? I am well. How are you, Kelly? How are things? <laughs> I'm fine. I just got a nice parcel through the door there from Ireland. Um, oh, yes. Stuart's, Stuart's birthday card and um, <laughs> Paddy's Day banter paraphernalia. Oh, mom. bless her. What crazy like <laughs> Proper traditional Irish Paddy's Day rosettes for us oh, all to really? wear. Four of them. <laughs> For for Thursday and then um like stuff for the girls' hair and then some badges Aww. and some uh, shamrock cardboard cutout things so that'll give the girls a bit of entertainment so uh, yeah very jealous of your two day two public holidays at the end of the week <laughs> it's a funny one because we're obviously we're going on holidays but there is a like. <laughs> not impending doom it's like an impending session feeling yeah. about this week the amount of people have also taken these three days off is mad I'd say there's going to be some amount of carnage over those three days <laughs> Jeannie Mac but um, yeah I kind of have a bit of FOMO it's like oh we're going on holidays but also the crack is going to be unreal at home <laughs> oh stop I've total FOMO over here I swear to God Stuart's actually off Thursday and Friday obviously because he still works the Irish oh, holiday yeah, nice. you know, the Irish days um, so I've taken Friday off because it's Stuart's birthday today. Happy birthday, Stuart. Oh, happy birthday, well, Stuart. it'll be yesterday by the time this goes out. But, yeah, but um, I'm going to do, um, I'm going to pull a, a Brit on it now, a Sky News reporter, and say that I would like to claim Stuart as our own <laughs> in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez, that was terrible. So uh, Stuart is actually Irish and, uh, yeah. you know, all the Irish people <laughs> would like to reach Stuart. A happy birthday to our uh, brethren. <laughs> You are Irish, <laughs> Irish man, yeah. Um, it was quite funny because I, he was like, oh, can I be your fox of the week this week? I was like, yeah, come on. He's like, I've, no, I've got a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. At least you tried. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Last weekend was a bit of a write-off. We were trying to do a bit of um, ad hoc potty training, which those are two phrases that shouldn't go together. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it's going all right, though. Fair play to her, like, poor oh. Leffy. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And... Which, like, poor old Stuart, he was a crisis mode by, like, um, <laughs> Sunday afternoon because he had a few bad... I had to nip out for a couple of hours and he had a few serious <laughs> incidents. Accidents? Oh, no. Oh, stopping people standing God, in things. No and oh. carpet anymore. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. So, anyway, that was that. And, um, yeah, so we've got Stu's birthday this week and we've got Paddy's Day and we've got big birthday party for Diane Friday night. She's having her... 50th birthday party, two years delayed. Oh, nice. <laughs> She's dead right to do it. Yeah, so that should be a good giggle now. And there's no night. fancy dress or a team or anything like that? No, no. no oh. We just get to dress up, which is amazing yeah. in itself, you know. The novelty of dressing up is still there at mm. this stage. Uh, so, yeah, that's the weekend. I'm probably going to be dying with a hangover, taking us still to swimming on Saturday. I probably hope I don't pass out in the changing rooms because it's so hot in there. Mm. <laughs> I'm already dreading it. Oh, so God. that's it. Yep, yep, yep. So very exciting. But you've got Tenerife. Oh, lovely. Yeah, lovely. and um, the rugby last weekend was great. So the rugby this weekend will be interesting because I think if uh, if England can beat France and we beat Scotland, oh, sorry <laughs> to our Scottish yeah. listeners, uh, we could plenty win the Six Nations now. I think that's a very long shot. But uh, it'll be a good day of rugby though on Saturday as well. So it's lots of fun. And obviously Cheltenham's on this week as well. So Lots of sporting entertainment as well around Paddy's Day. So it's, uh, yeah, good all week. I'm looking forward to the sunshine. It actually doesn't yeah. look great, the weather, but anything's better than here. You know, it's like, well, on one app, it's saying 18 degrees. The other one, it's 21 degrees. But I feel like the heat over there is kind of different. You know, it's like Yeah, a it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, you just, yeah. Get, you just, you're like, 
sure like if it was 21 degrees in, in Cork today you'd be lying out the back you know it's yeah, the same exactly. thing like it's, yeah. it doesn't seem hot in, in a country that can go up to 32, 33 or whatever but like in reality you're more than happy the only yeah. thing you might do is get into a cold pool you know yeah um, that's the thing really um, well we're looking for the old heated pools but we have our water park booked for Friday so that's going to oh, be have you? crack yeah, yeah. oh sweet you'd so, have to get one of those um, cheesy pictures done on the way in with the parts oh yeah we should actually we didn't do it last time but um, yes I am Park in Tenerife with mint crack it's like the best one in Europe it keeps getting on the world it keeps winning all these awards it's mm-hmm. crazy but um, although my adrenaline junkie side is not as good as it used to be a few years ago I feel like <laughs> over the last few years I more take more of a cautious approach to life but uh, you become more aware of your um, yeah. your uh, what's mortality the older exactly. you get exactly <laughs> but not should be good crack but uh, we should rock on anyway I'll be back for my holidays this time next week and I'll be telling you all about it <laughs> and you'll be telling me what the temperatures are like so because I'll be jet off on mine yes, I know buddy. yeah we're so freaking anxious <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah I'm a, I'm a bit like why am I going on holidays next week but I tell you I freaking need it I, do, I know I know number one one so up first this week I saw this article on RTE and I was interested I hadn't really heard about it before it's about this service called hotline.ie have you heard about this no, no. so last year there was this service was promoted to sort of encourage people who have had intimate images of them shared online to report mm. this to them. Oh, OK. Um, so they've been op- in operation for um, since September. So they have some stats. So I'm going to read, tell you about that first, but then I'll tell you about hotline.ie and which I thought was kind of an interesting name um, mm. and a bit more about the background. So, yeah, basically in September, the Department of Justice launched a campaign enabling victims of intimate image sharing to report it to the National Centre combating illegal material online. Six months on RTE has reported on the initial data reflecting its impact. Can I just say data, data? I say data. Everybody here says data. When I do my <laughs> podcasts at work, I have to correct myself and re-record them all the time. It's terrible. I cannot get over it. Data. data. Data, data, data. It's not data. It's data. Do we say data in Ireland? Is that why? I you know, it? now now that I'm overthinking it, I could not tell you. You're going to trip over it every time now as well. Oh, just make sure you back up your data. Data, I say. Oof. Why do I say data? It's so strange. Maybe there's too many American podcasts or something. Uh, anyway, uh, Hotline.ie received 144 reports of intimate image abuse between September 21 and February this year. All the cases that were reported to Hotline were on platforms hosted outside of Ireland. 74% of people asked that the content be removed and in 95% of cases removal was successful, which is really positive. But I was kind of surprised it was only 144 reports. Maybe because one, people don't know about it, but two... Are people really coming forward to report these things? Mm. Should there be a lot more? What's going on there? I would have thought it was a lot more, you know. Yeah. Um, Anyway, despite this, the chief executive of Hotline.ie, Anna Nikluscu, said there is no time for complacency. She said, while we are talking about online videos and images, we are talking about real people, real harm and real suffering. And with each repeat viewing and sharing of the imagery, further repeat victimisation. Hotline.ie content analysts work to do everything possible that's within reasonable doubt to have content removed and provide adequate supports. The problem with reaching 100% of content removal in this context is because intimate image sharing is not illegal in some other countries, which means that in one case, Hotline got no response from an online provider, despite multiple follow-ups and attempts by it to 
have the content removed. Intimate image abuse did not become illegal in Ireland until February last year when Coco's Law was introduced, otherwise known as the Harassment, Harmful Communications and Related Offences Act. Since its introduction, there have been 28 prosecutions re- resulting in 19 investigations by Gardaí. Uh, Minister for Justice Helen McIntyre said more prosecutions are needed. While it might seem like a joke to some people and it might seem like people having fun, there were very, very serious consequences to this. And I think we need to make sure that we see more prosecutions as the years go on. Reading between the lines here, I think some of this is like porn, you know, like soft yeah, porn or home, maybe, home yeah. videos, that kind of thing. Um, but I suppose the thing is with this, when you were saying it there and like some people not coming forward, maybe they don't want to have... Oh, yeah. You know, they're it's also very private or maybe they can't, yeah. their face can't be seen fully and they're like, well, look, this is just yeah. what it is. Or, you know, it's terrible. Yeah. Further data compiled by the platform shows that 18% of the victims indicate they knew the person responsible. 50% oh, of reports indicate that the victim resided in Ireland. The campaign resulted in seven reports of child sexual exploitation, which were submitted under the suspicious suspicion of intimate image abuse. These were referred to the Gardaí. Private end-to-end encrypted communication channels, which cannot be accessed by Hotland, i.e. accounted for 27 reports. That sounds like WhatsApp, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, And there was one report of copyright infringement. The minister said that from a government point of view, making intimate image sharing a criminal offence was the first step. Um, I looked up this, you know, Coco's Law, Mm. because I was wondering who was that. It was named after, um, it it was named after a girl called Nicole Fox, who was known by by Coco to her family and friends. Um, She has made a monumental impact in Ireland, protecting others from the horrors of online abuse through legislation enacted in her name. Um, She was 21 years old when she died by suicide after suffering years of horrific physical and online abuse that started when she was 18. Her mother um, found her dead at home in January 2018 and channeled her excruciating grief into changing Ireland in Coco's name, fighting tirelessly for legislation that could better protect others from online abuse and bullying. And... Hotline.ie is run by the Irish National Centre for Combating Illegal Content Online, which I'd mm. never heard of and has been around since 1999. Oh, wow. Never heard yeah. of it. Yeah. It's been working to reduce the prevalence of illegal content online whilst breaking the cycle of abuse, exploitation and contribute to the prevention of repeat victimisation. Their work specifically relates to illegal online content, including online child sexual abuse material, activities relating to online child sexual exploitation, intimate image abuse, uh, that is intimate images and videos shared online without the person's consent. You can securely, confidently, confidentially and anonymously report suspected illegal content to hotline.ie. Each report uh, that's received is assessed by world-class analysts against rigorous standards and by reference to Irish law. When content is classified as contrary to Irish law, action will be taken. It's really good to know that there is something out there. There is somebody doing something, but I feel like they need to try harder in getting that themselves out there. I didn't, I'd never heard of them. I didn't even know about that new thing that you just mentioned. And I would listen to a good bit of like, you know, news and stuff like that. I didn't know about it. So I thought it was very interesting though. So Mm. there you go. That's it. And sad story about that poor girl. You know, I think this is, we've referenced this a little bit on the podcast before about, you know, images, people sharing images online or in WhatsApp groups and all that Mm. sort of stuff, you know, and it's becoming more and more common. And I saw some absolutely terrifying stat recently about I don't know was it UK based uh, but it was like 60% of under 16s have been asked for sexual images online or in mm. you know on their phones or whatever like it's horrendous it's becoming so prevalent um, so yeah it's good to know that there's 
there's something out there mm. working towards getting rid of it. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. So hotline.ie, Very you can check it out there. Mm-hmm. Number two, TV, etc. Nicola. Two. Uh, so number two this week. So we started watching a new TV series. Now, the only thing I would say is you kind of have to be creative in the sense of where you might find it. <laughs> because it's not being streamed here. And I may have gotten it from questionable methods. <laughs> uh-huh. But... um. You can actually get it on the Sky Store. I think you might have to pay for it, but you can get it on the Sky Store. But I thought mm. I'd talk about it because it's one of these that's definitely going to be added to like Netflix or Sky in the future because it is really popular. It's a Hulu TV show. And normally okay. they will kind of be added eventually to Netflix. So I just want to give you a heads up about it. Um, so it's called The Great. So it is Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt. And I mean... Who doesn't love Nicholas Holt in anything? Oh, I feel like I love him yeah. in everything. I haven't seen him um, in ages, actually. Yeah, well, he's in this and it's really, really popular in the States. And I heard actually, um, I heard about it ages ago. And then I, the the lads on my my American podcast that I listened to were talking about it in some degree. So I was like, okay, I'd like to start watching it. So it's like, um, so it's kind of titled on screen as The Great, An Occasional True Story. And there's two series of it. And it's a British, American, Australian based kind of comedy drama series. And they kind of label it as anti-historical, but it is kind of historical in the sense of like, you know, it's like set in like period times and yeah. all that. And it's kind of in the context of Europe and so El Fanning plays Catherine the Great, the Empress of Russia, and uh, Nicholas Holt plays Emperor Peter the Third. So they are historical, like accurately historical characters. It's mm. just the story is all a bit wild. Um, mm. It's very good. It is, uh, if you like that kind of old school looking stuff where like the costumes are unreal, mm-hmm. you know, uh, obviously it's not historically correct in the sense that like they don't even like some of them talk kind of like old schooly, some of them don't. It's kind of a <laughs> and it's also like um colorblind casting. So there's, there's a lot of different yeah. like nationalities and colors and all that in it and um, races. Um but it's a kind of a hard one to describe because like it's kind of is it like a dra- kind of it's kind of a drama is it yeah, yeah it's kind so of what it's, goes I think on. from what i can see like because obviously it's not based on the, on the fact so what happened obviously factually is catherine the great married well catherine married nicholas Holt's character peter the third in russia and she obviously then kind of takes over eventually so but i don't know how what way they're going to play this out she wants to take over like as empress because he's kind of cruel and you know he treats her like crap and he's kind of mm. a mad character and he's shagging this one that one and the other one and all mm. he's really kind of concerned about is like you know making an air with her and all that but El plan El fanning is excellent in it i just love her acting in it she's really really mm. good um also him he's completely mental like he's a mad character in it and he plays it excellent as well they've been nominated for loads of awards and stuff like that recently and mm-hmm. the second series was only streamed last september so it's it's up to date but it's just kind of a good distraction from the world i know, <laughs> I know it kind of sounds yeah. like funny but it kind of takes you back to this like era of just kind of madness and yeah it just it's like a totally different type of TV show that I would have never thought that I would have enjoyed watching, but it is just completely batshit. So it's been nominated for loads of primetime Emmys and all that stuff. Um, so it has like critical acclaim as well. But I just really like Nicholas Holt and I really like her actually in this. And I thought the first episode was like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to enjoy it, but it's really good. And it's like I said, costumes are amazing. 
it's all a bit mad. Everyone's very promiscuous. You know, there's kind of questions about like what they can do to modernize Russia and things like that. So, you know, they're talking about bringing things from like the European model of like things like empathy and, you know, like mm. <laughs> humanity and stuff like that, that that seem to be lacking in Russia and stuff like that. So it's, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, totally mad, totally different. But if you're looking for something new to watch and maybe you have dodgy means of acquiring it, I would definitely recommend it. It's an mm. easy watch. And uh, yeah, like I said, it's a bit mad. There's lots of like... Are they an hour long or what? Yeah, they are like 45 minutes long each. So we watched three or four yesterday. Um, So I haven't started the second season, but the second season is supposed to be just as good as the first. Oh, there's a second season already? Yeah, yeah. So it was out in 2020, the first one. How many episodes? Uh, 10 in each episode in each series I think the second season isn't actually wrapped up yet in the states because it only started I think last autumn so it's like mm. we're getting towards the end now and they have been renewed for a third season and it's definitely the type of thing that's going to be added to Sky or Netflix or something soon you know so watch the space so it's the great it's called and like sure. I said it's uh, the tagline is an occasionally true story because it's roughly kind of based on well real life characters but maybe the story mm. isn't exactly correct you know but get, yes yeah. it's worth to watch and um I don't know if you watched it I spoke to Breed Murphy about Pieces of Me that new Netflix thing she said it was rubbish so uh, hilarious <laughs> so uh, mom's review of that because we, we mentioned uh-huh. it last week she said the ending was really disappointing she thought it was kind of a waste of time so there oh, you go Keith, it was you watching it mom was not impressed <laughs> mm, I'll have to reassess whether I'll watch it or not now she's yeah. usually pretty good um, I love Tony Clash, but like oh yeah, yeah usually you'd be kind of similar in the stuff you'd watch and she said it wasn't mm. worth it so there you go now we watch two things I watched the weekend totally random Moonrise Kingdom which is a Wes Anderson mm. film from 2012 about a boy random. scout who goes missing it's I love Wes Anderson like <laughs> yeah, his films are just so shit. beautiful to watch mm. they're just so cool and the way they colour things and shapes and styles and how long must it take mm. to make those films I just do not know but um, kind of all star lineup on it as well uh, Bruce Willis and Oh my God, who else is in it? Oh my God, I'm totally blanking. Bruce Willis is in it. Yeah, he's like a cop in it. And, oh, that, that, oh, she's brilliant. She was in Seven Billboards Outside Missouri. She's Uh, Fargo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name? Um, Her name is uh, something Francis McDermott. McDermott, yeah. Yeah, and, um, Bill Murray. Oh, <laughs> very good. He's usually in Wes Anderson kind of stuff, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. So, yeah, it was brilliant. Really good. Really enjoyed it. Um, not for everybody, I'd say. You know, it's a bit kooky, mm. you know, mm. but um, yeah, it's, it's a nice story. Kind of a little love story. Mm. Um, and I watched The BAFTAs on Sunday night. Oh, randomly. yeah. Uh, Rumor uh, Willis. I saw we saw some of it. Mom had it on as well. We watching Rebel. Some, Rebel Rumor Willis. That's fucking Bruce Willis's daughter. Rebel uh, what's Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Like the thing is, like you can't help but like her. Like some of her jokes fell flat and stuff, but yeah. some of them were just hilarious and quite to the bone, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I love seeing a woman doing that job, you know what I mean? So um I thought her dress was horrific. All right, though. That was the other thing. I enjoyed her. What? Oh, it was really eighties, big, massive um, sleeves on her shoulders. Yeah. yeah, no, she was she was funny. Um, I still haven't figured out why Benedict Cumberbatch looked like he'd been tangled. He looked like he had really? this, he looked like he had too much fake tan on. It was terrible. I must Google it. Um, but lo- loads of cool style and oh, yeah. so diverse, you know, and mm. people winning. Um, like I mean, the guy that won 
Best Supporting Actor, I think. Um, there's a film out called Coda. It's about a family, a girl who grows up in a um, family where both her parents are deaf Mm. And she kind of interprets for them their, her whole life. But she sings and they mm. can't hear her singing. Mm. But singing is her passion. And there's this kind of jarring between the two of them. And she kind yeah. of wants to go off and live her life and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so he was signing, obviously, through the oh, yeah. um, acceptance speech and everything. So it was really lovely to see. Like, And he yeah. seemed like a really funny guy, actually. I can't remember his name. I better look it up. Look it up. I actually um, saw somebody else from that as well, because I was wondering why there was a why somebody was signing for her next to her yeah. as she was doing her acceptance speech. And then they weren't for the next one. So I was wondering. He actually so. signed the whole thing. His name is Troy Kotzer. Mm. Um yeah, funny guy. So um yeah, so it was interesting. The whole thing was interesting and who was there and who wasn't there and all that. Because the Critics' Choice Award was on the same night. Yeah, I, in it America, was weird, and, yeah. That it was on the same and, night. We were talking about this recently, though. We were saying like, everything is back on now. All these events that have been put off for yeah. so long. So there's loads of diary clashes for loads of things. But um, I saw a little clip of Kieran Culkin getting his award for Best yeah. Supporting Actor for a succession. And it was mm. brilliant. Like, he's he totally didn't prepare a speech and he's just like, blah, blah. It's like <laughs> verbal diarrhea, you know. But um, no, it was funny. He deserved it, definitely. I didn't I didn't look at who else won what on that, actually. But um. Well, um, Jamie Dornan won, actually, I think, for Best Actor. Yeah, he won Critics' Choice. Yeah. Did he? Easy. I didn't see a speech, but he apparently he was... He wasn't even nominated. He wasn't nominated in the BAFTA, you know. in the BAFTA. yeah. yeah. Um, but apparently his speech was very good. People were saying it was great, so I must go back and have a watch. Well, how well he was at that one and not the other one. Like, well, yeah, I'd say now, they yeah. must get a tip off. Well, Kenneth Branagh thing. was at the BAFTAs and they got Best Picture. Yeah. Katrina Balfe was there. Um, and Kieran Hines, who I thought should have got the best sporting actor. But anyway, um, yeah, so it was nice. It was interesting. It was nice to see the glamour and stuff as well, you know. Gaga mm, um, looked amazing. I loved her dress. She did. But you know what was annoying? Um, Emma Watson was so playing up to the cameras. It was actually annoying. Like every oh, really? time there was a joke or something, she was like, oh, you know, and then it was like, she was really reacting oh, to yeah, everything I that hate was happening. That stuff, yeah. Oh, you could totally tell she was just. But they like had a camera on her the whole time. You know weird. what I mean? Yeah, it was Strange. weird. Um, but yeah, and and Benedict Cumberbatch, they seemed to have a camera on him the whole time. And that girl, the two girls from West Side Story, I don't know either of their names. Yeah. The two main girls. Mm. Um, but anyway, yes, yeah, so that was that. So that was yeah, TV. So there we go. We keep moving along. Three. Today, this is going to be quite a brief fox because this <laughs> story just kind of um, broke this morning, but I thought it was mm. I thought it was nice to acknowledge it. So a woman called Marina Ovzyanikova, did you hear about mm-hmm. her? No. Ran onto a live state oh, TV yes. news broadcast yeah. in Russia holding up a board last night that said, no war, stop the war, don't believe propaganda, they're lying to you here. She actually works for that TV station, yeah. she's a producer. Um, and she recorded a message beforehand and in it she says her father is Ukrainian she calls for anti-war protests and she's ashamed about working for the Kremlin propaganda and she denounced the war um, she's been detained with many oh, international no. observers fearing for her safety yeah. uh, this is what she said in her pre-recorded video which you'll be able to find on Twitter etc she said what's happening in Ukraine is a crime Russia is the aggressor and responsibility belongs to one person Vladimir Putin my father's Ukrainian my mother's Russian and they never And they have never been enemies. The necklace I'm wearing is a symbol that Russia needs to immediately end this fratricidal war. I must look up that word. I don't 
quite know what it means. Fratricidal war and that our fraternal nations might still reconcile. Unfortunately, I've worked lately at Channel One spreading Kremlin propaganda and I am very ashamed now for that. Ashamed that I lied on TV. Ashamed that I allowed the brainwashing of Russian people. We were silent in 2014 when this all started. We didn't go out to protest when the Kremlin poisoned Navalny and we simply silently observed this anti-human regime. Now the whole world has turned away from us. Ten generations won't be enough to wash us of the shame of this fratricidal war. We, thoughtful and intelligent Russian people, have the only power to stop this madness. Go out and protest. Don't be afraid. They can't put us all in prison. Mm. I saw a clip this morning as well of... It seemed like a a journalist was just interviewing people on the street Mm. and a girl was anti-war and she said she didn't really say anything and she just said I'm going to hold up this card or whatever and she held oh, up a, I saw a card that, yeah. and apparently all it said was two literally two words like T-W-O-W-R-D-S and she got arrested and yeah, then by like eight policemen it was yeah. terrifying the video and yeah. then um, a girl was kind of giving out to the reporter saying aren't you speaking to people who support the war as well and he's like yeah go on it seemed a tiny bit staged I don't know if it's true but anyway um, it looked true the setting looked real but she's kind of giving out to him saying you know I wanted to say I support the war I want to tell you what I think and he's like yeah go ahead or whatever and next thing she gets arrested (laughs) so they were indiscriminate in their well, sure, they're probably not listening. They probably just see people. Well, who no, no, are they weren't listening. The press, they were like, yeah. over there, but they yeah. just saw her talking yeah. and just decided to lift her, take her away. So, I mean, this just shows you what's yeah. going on Scary, in terms of man. there's no discrimination between what people actually think or say or whatever. Everybody's been treated mm. horrifically, Scary. you know. Mm. Um, so, I just thought we'd acknowledge her. She's very brave to do that. Very, I mean, very, she's very abs- brave. It's all just, you know, be honest here. She's fucked. God love her. Like, you know. Yeah. You know, she'd be on the right side of history, you know what I mean? Course, and yeah. if she survives, God help her. And mm. it's important that people acknowledge these things. And it's getting it's getting so hard to um, sit and watch these things happening. Like, and, I know, it's, and it's so bad. Some of the videos this week now of like the cities and stuff are just like, oh, there's nothing left, you know. So strange that we're in these times again. But yeah, fair play to her. She's a very deserving facts of the week. I just feel a normal person nerve, who's gone scared for over her, and above. Yeah. A normal person who's gone over and above. Uh, yeah, her name is Marina Avzianikova. There we go, we remember her. Uh, number four. Four. So this week, I'm actually going to talk about, um, and it kind of crosses the stratosphere of entertainment and internet. So, <laughs> so oh, yeah. I'm kind of opening up my genre this week. Um, but last Wednesday, we actually went to see Foil Arms and Hog in the Opera House. Oh, and did you? Yeah, it was great. Now, it was kind of quiet, actually. Well, it was a Wednesday, I think. I kind of felt a bit bad for them at a few points because it was just a little bit quieter. You know, people weren't drinking as much and stuff like that. And I feel mm. like, you know, maybe <laughs> it Were was... Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, well, I was. Well, I had a few glasses of wine, so I was fine. But, uh, <laughs> Overcompensating no, so it was, for everybody. Um, but I wanted to talk about them in case people like haven't seen them or whatever, because obviously they started online with their sketches and all that stuff. And it's kind of taken mm. them to like stage shows and all that now. And um, like, I don't know exactly where they started, but obviously during the pandemic and stuff, they created a lot of hilarious content, mm-hmm. um, which kept us going, you know, things COVID related, things not COVID related. Um, they have a very good way of taking the piece out of being Irish and the Irish, you know, although they are Irish, they're three dubs. That's their whole thing, I suppose, is kind of like 
that, you know, as how Irish people react to things, you know, and it's obviously sketch humor, but they are so funny. I just like last week, they just it's such good, clean humor, you know, so I feel mm-hmm. like everybody would get entertainment from them. Um yes. They've had obviously lots of sketches that have kind of gone viral and stuff like that during the pandemic. But like they kind of do take things a little like sometimes they do get a little bit political. Like last week they had a song about Brexit and stuff like that. And they had like every single country that the Brits have ever invaded, like in the song. (laughs) Like they were able to quote every single country. Are you serious? It was hilarious. But it was about Brexit like. But um, there was obviously one a few months ago as well where it was like... um, the Irish guy is trying to get, um, or no, was it guys trying to get Irish citizenship and they were being asked all these questions about Ireland, like and it was all these really kitsch things like about chicken rolls and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah, so like I'm not going to try to obviously tell you about all their sketches or anything, but just more to say, make sure you watch them. They've been around for years, like some of the videos go back eight and ten years. They mm-hmm. have their own channel on YouTube. So if you just look up Foil Arms and Hog, they've like 700,000 subscribers and they've over 400 videos. So hours and hours of entertainment. Wow. Um, they're touring at the moment. And like I said, they are, I mean, like some of their videos are the one uh, when Irish, when Irish people can't speak Irish has 5.8 million views, you know. So around Paddy's Day, there's lots of very applicable Irish comedy. So um, just for the week that's in it, definitely check them out. Having a laugh at our expense, <laughs> at our own expense yeah. as a nationality. Um, but they are a joy. Uh, really good. Like I said, good, clean fun. Like they did a lot of funny sketches as well about working from home and like when you return to the office after working from home and stuff, <laughs> I cracked up. But uh, Lily loves them. And so it's kind of that kind of humour where it's for all ages. So they're obviously on Instagram and all that jazz too, but like you'd want to go on YouTube to get the best of them. So yep. that's fine. Boy, and hog. Yeah, that's my shout out for this week. I think they did a couple of festival stints over here as well. They'll probably be coming back this summer. So. They are, honestly, I've, this is our third time seeing them. They are so funny. And like, it's very much like, um, like they ad-lib a good bit of it. Like the stars mm-hmm. of it is completely ad-libbed with just people in the audience and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. like the poor creators in the audience being dragged up for this <laughs> thing and the other thing. But I just hadn't seen comedy like that in a while. We went to Joanne McNally a couple of weeks ago and... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't really enjoy it as much. Like I just kind of needed this. I'm not mad about her. Like some people no. love her. Like, people small love doses. Her. Yeah. Small doses. Yeah. yeah. But I must say I much preferred this. I had a, cause just cause it's good, clean, you know, we don't need like anything too. like, <laughs> Nicola, you guys, it's good, clean food. We don't need to be talking good, about fannies food. or anything like that. Oh, <laughs> even fanny thing and stuff. Some stuff she was, she did was like way too far. Like I just didn't really enjoy it. And we can talk about fannies and periods all we want and pregnancy and all that stuff. That's fine. I've no bother with that. Mm. But I don't know. It's just like, just trying too hard nearly. But that's just my two cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying to be controversial? Is Maybe. That? I don't know. But anyway, yeah. I really enjoyed my the My friend Ruth was at... Um, she went to uh, my dad wrote a porno you know that podcast oh, yeah, she went yeah, to that yeah. show yeah and um, she was telling me that at the end like it's 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 called I don't know something like Amy's 30th birthday orgy right okay and that's the kind of premise yeah, around yeah. it and um, she said like towards the end it kind of goes a bit close to the bone when her like mom and her grand turn up at the orgy and get involved or whatever oh, right gosh. and she said that the, there was people around her who were like proper offended like oh, and gosh. disgusted with it or whatever and the thing is it's like isn't that 
comedy's job like to yeah, keep pushing yeah, it and pushing totally, it and pushing yeah. it and you know like you like you go along and watch it but like don't I be wasn't like offended Ooh. in the least no at that's all, what I mean like, yeah, no, that's what just... I'm saying that should be your reaction is oh it wasn't yeah, for me yeah, yeah. as opposed to this is terrible I can't believe I paid for this or oh, whatever yeah. you know that kind of way but that was like um, um, so that podcast I listened to My Favourite Murder when they do live shows they literally like have a, a statement they nearly make before they kick it off where they're like murder isn't funny but we talk about it because we're fascinated with it and if that's mm. not comfortable for you if you find it uncomfortable that we might be laughing at parts of this story of course you, you know what I mean it's, like, I mean so. come on like it's super mm. sensitive subject yeah. matter but the, the whole point is you have to kind of suspend that if you want to yeah and it's kind of about un, mm-hmm. it's kind of about the human psyche and just kind of how some people are fascinated with that stuff because it helps them get on with the day kind of thing you know mm. and be less scared of what's out there and things like that yeah. so yeah it's uh yeah not for everybody these things but anyway really enjoyed them so there we go <laughs> yeah you're good for going to comedy things I don't I tend to binge during the Edinburgh Festival I'll do like five yeah. things and then I don't go the rest of the year at I'm all sure everything that, that that full arms and hog gig was no we only got our tickets a few months ago but it was supposed to be Cheaper than music normally. It was supposed well. to be on in 2020. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there yeah. you go. Okay, number five. Five. This is a weird story, right? Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah, I saw withdra- this yesterday. Yeah, her nomination for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. In February, officials at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation announced the names of the musicians in the running for induction into the revered music museum with the Jolene Hitmaker appearing as a first time nominee. Which is bizarre. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> However, on Monday, that she announced via social media that she's removed her name from the voting ballot as she doesn't feel like she's earned the right to be considered for induction. I was like, this isn't, this is so not Dolly like, you know, like mm. she should, she usually grasps everything and takes it and, yeah. has, you know. But I kind of get her point. Like she feels like she's not a rock and roller. Like that's her I thing, guess. Dolly. She said, Dolly here, even though I'm extremely flattered and grateful to be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't feel that I have earned that right. I really do not want votes to be split because of me. So I must respectfully bow out. I do hope that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will understand and would be willing to consider me again if I'm ever worthy. The 76 year old added that her nomination had has inspired her to venture into the rock genre, something her husband, Carol Dean, has urged her to do. She said, this has, however, inspired me to put out a hopefully great rock and roll album at some point in the future, which I've always wanted to do. My husband is a total rock and roll freak and has always encouraged me to do one. I wish all of the nominees good luck and thank you again for the compliment. Rock on, the country music icon concluded. This year's nominees also include Eminem, Beck, Carly Simon, Kate Bush, Duran Duran, A Tribe Called Quest and Lionel Richie, among others. The class of 2022 inductees will be revealed in May. Kate Bush absolutely needs to be in there. Carly Simon, absolutely. I mean, some of the rest of them could probably wait, like Tribe Called Quest. But I mean, the thing is, it's very much like, it's not really rock and roll. It's just like, Music, yeah, but why wouldn't Dolly then? take it so? Do you know what yeah, I mean? But that's what like, I mean. That's why it's weird that she didn't because she's been Eminem, a bit isn't, Eminem yeah. isn't rock and roll either, like no, he's a rap no. artist, like you know. So it's a funny one. Maybe if they rebranded as like musical hall of fame, you know, but uh, yeah, it's a funny one because I wouldn't say any of those on that list are rock and roll. No, they're not, they're variations <laughs> no. of like country like, music, me, pop music, like Duran Duran, or uh, big, poppy. Big maybe, yeah, maybe, uh, yeah, but I'd reach. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. All right. 
Mm. So anyway, but we stand by you, Dolly, no matter what. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> so. of like admirable to, to do it in one sense, to be like, well, yeah, I, I don't I, think. She's given up the votes. Yeah, she's yeah. given her votes to somebody else, I guess. Mm. So yeah, fair play. So that's number five, the music news this week. I haven't checked in on Ed Sheeran, whether he's been... Um, <laughs> that, the, I think the court case continues, as they like to well, say at the end of the Oh news. my gosh, yeah. can you imagine? We're actually yeah. supposed to go see a man uh, the end of April, so maybe by then he we'll have an update. He might still be in court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He we might, might have make an it. update by then. Um, so yeah, it's nice to have gigs and all that stuff on the way up. Uh, Electric Picnic obviously was announced last week, so yes, uh, I won't be going just because I don't like camping. My friend, uh, my, some of my friends are going. It's quite funny. Yeah, are they? It was guess, a bit of banter in the homegirls group on WhatsApp the last day. My friend Miriam was like, anybody fancy electric picnic? And then ensued this whole debate about camping. Oh, no, no, couldn't no, camp, no, you know? camp, camp. But actually three of them are going. So are they? Fair play. Oh, they yeah. got tickets sold out. I was like, it? dead right, off you yeah, go. Yeah. And there's a bit of a, a a feeling of say yes to everything. And yeah, uh, yeah totally. fair, So fair play. Um, Miriam, Megs and Katrina are going and Katrina um, I must mention her because she launched her new business this week Amazing um, She's now a life coach well she has been for a while but she's kind of been getting the business set up and everything mm. and she's doing an amazing job she's got a new um, website which I have to tell you exactly what it is now, right now um, but she's got three children under three years old and wow, I mean fair play, for, her, for her to do all of that while she's got these Amazing. tiny children like yeah. fair play to her so her website is yourlifeaudit.ie so oh, if anybody is looking for a career coach or a personal coach or you know someone just to help you maybe assess your priorities or look at your mm. life or whatever she is the woman she's been getting great f- feedback from her clients so far and I can tell yeah. you she is a very empathetic person so she's the woman for you well done. Um and I'm jealous of them going off to electric picket and camping. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. They might be like shipping out to the closest uh, five star after a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Now, to be fair, um, I'm so old. Like yesterday when they heard the ad on the radio for the first time and I knew maybe mm, five out of the like 20 people they probably mentioned on that ad. I was like, oh, my God, who are half of these people? Like, mm. honestly, like Arctic yeah, Monkeys. Yeah, there's a pretty good lineup. <laughs> Tame Impala are on. Like, I was like, yes. Yeah, I know. Um, but like, I just, like, there were so many other people. I was like, literally never heard of them. Never, I don't know who Yeah, I know. I feel like really uh, out of you, touch. I think some of them, though, you'd be surprised if you mm. heard some, there's tunes. You'd be like, oh, yeah, that's them. You know, you just don't yeah, know the names yeah. of them or whatever. Mm. But um, I am still fully obsessed and focused on getting to Glastonbury this year. Okay, we so, will try there is a ticket resale happening at the end of the month. So if anybody wants to spend a Sunday morning <laughs> trying to get tickets for me for Glastonbury, just DM me. There'll be a there'll be a prize. Uh, yeah. There'll be some sort of a, mm-hmm. maybe like a payment of some mm-hmm. sort if uh, you manage to secure tickets for me. So if anybody wants to get on board and help me with that. Well, what are you going to try to go for? Like two or four or six or what? How many are you going to um, So there's actually a, a coach ticket resale on the Thursday, which okay. I'm going to try for. Mm. I think you can only try for four. Okay. Um, in the resale, it's six right. in the main sale. So we'll try for for four, for the yeah. four girls, probably. Um, Stuart actually couldn't go anyway because he's got a stag that weekend. Okay. So, um, yeah. And then similar then on the Sunday, um, we just have to try everything. So, yeah. I shall try. Have to go. I shall try. Paul McCartney headlining on the Saturday night, I actually. Yeah, that'd be amazing, right? Have to go into some sort of rehab or counselling if I'm not there. Um <laughs> So please, for my help, if anyone wants to help, jump on board. <laughs> or if anybody's trying and wants to add me to their list, then yeah. please do. <laughs> um, that's the crack. So we better let everybody go. Um, a little plea to um, share with family and friends. And um, 
we're coming up to our first birthday we probably should do something about it but uh, we'll work that out well, we're um, on holidays in the next couple of weeks so that's I know yeah, it was a bad time as well um, um, and a happy St. Patrick's Day to all our lovely happy St. Patrick's Day and have a exactly. session more I hope I hope everyone has a great long weekend it's been yeah. a long time coming and I feel like it's a proper like sign of us moving Things on in this country anyway Absolutely. so it's great news so enjoy bottoms up everyone bottoms yeah. up enjoy. cheers shlanta Thank you.